What's up, guys? My name is Sean Danielson. I am the singer of the band Smile Empty Soul, and you are watching The Anthony Rogers Show. Yeah, you know, uh, on, an, on, another, on another note, when it comes to that, that vaccination requirement thing, there were, for a while there, we were having to cancel, I would say about 10% of our shows um, because of that. And most of those clubs that were, that were being, you know, real pushy with that um, ended up having to ditch that requirement because they were losing so much money. So oh, I bet. no, I bet. I mean, you split your crowd regardless. I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and then like the, and then the people that you let in there die. You are now listening to the greatest show in the universe. Hey man, this is Tommy Chong. Right now you're listening to the Anthony Rogers show. Hey, Jordan Belfort, the real wolf of Wall Street. And you're listening to the Anthony Rogers show. The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Sean Danielson from Smile Empty Soul, and you are listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. The Anthony Rogers Show. Brian Bandarek from The Verb Pipe here, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey, this is James Jude Courtney, Michael Myers, a.k.a. The Shape, in Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, and the soon-to-be-released Halloween Ends. And this is The Anthony Rogers Show. I am Dave Holmes from MTV and Esquire Magazine. And you are listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. What's up, everybody? WWE Hall of Famer, the Godfather, and cannabis expert, <laughs> and connoisseur. And you're watching The Anthony Rogers Show. Peace. Hey, thanks for watching the show. Um, I want to tell you about some hot sauce to add to your collection. Uh, go to greenbellyfoods.com, or there's some Amazon links in the description to buy the packs and stuff. Um, Greenbelly Foods recipes are inspired by the owner's mom, uh, so they're really good Guatemalan recipes, um, a lot of good sauce to put on a lot of good things, so um, uh, if you'd like to support the sponsors, uh, go in the link in the description and uh, check out some of these packs they got. They're fire, and uh, you will not regret it. Welcome back to the greatest show in the entire universe. Um, I'm live from a digital bookshelf or bookcase, however you look at it, with one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, well, the singer from one of my favorite bands of all time, uh, Sean Danielson from Smile Too How are you doing, brother? Good, man. How are you doing? Good. Just living dreams of these Zoom podcasts. You're not just, supposed to tell people the bookshelf is digital. You're supposed to. I feel like they respect honesty and integrity, you know? They're I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what's real. The glasses look fake, but it, it makes the bookshelf look more real. I don't know. I thought the glasses were actually real. Those aren't real. They're they're close. They're close. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a lot of shit going on, man. You got like uh, you leave. Okay, so first off, you got a new album coming out. When you Google your band, it doesn't tell you that, but yet, but when you Instagram it, it does. Like I like uh, I was like trying to figure that out. I was like uh, like it says Black Total is your last album, but you recently released an album like like this month or like last month, right? Well, actually, we. We released the first song from the new the new EP um, manifesto. Manifesto. Okay. And then uh, I've got another song from the new EP releasing on uh, August thirtieth, and that song is called "A Storm Is Coming." Okay, I saw that too. And then, okay, so and then the full EP will actually release uh, October third. Oh, okay. So Google's right. Okay, I was wondering why. Okay, I thought I. I saw all the promo and stuff. You're like, I see. I saw that promo come out. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. You're making pre-orders and stuff. That makes more sense. Yeah, so the, the, the modern music industry, it's 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 really become so different. Like it used to be, you'd release a single, 
And then you'd pretty much immediately like, like let that catch traction a little bit and build. And then you'd release like the whole album. And now people are just releasing like so much music off of an, uh, an album before releasing the album to try and get as, you know, as much oomph out of each, each track there as possible. So I'm kind of testing the waters with that by releasing two full songs before the, the, the full release and, and giving each one, you know, a good month or so month, month plus to, marinate you know well you got the platinum records behind you so i mean i, I guess you know what to do i uh, i don't i don't i consume it sometimes i don't know i saw the music video and i was hyped that you uh recorded it in st louis and uh so if you're listening from st louis area um the, the album's recorded there and so and so was the music video for manifesto i believe wasn't that recorded here too yeah i've been doing all my all my records and music videos in st louis since 2018 that's because, crazy um i really dig um firebrand recording which is a studio there in in uh st louis awesome awesome studio (laughs) yeah yeah i know you st louisians um or however you'd put that you you get very technical with the different hubs there i just know it as one but um you know that that's a great studio and and the the owner and and engineer is is fantastic this guy brian and and um it's a good experience and then also um, my friend that does all my music videos, JT Ibanez lives there as well. So I, I come up there, knock out a record, go see uh, JT and, and knock out a video or two all in the same little short time period. And, and uh, it's, it's worked out well for me. That's no, awesome. I yeah, know. Uh, yeah, as far as St. Louis, yeah, everybody's like, everybody says they're like from so like, like, and, and, like people like in the county will always be like, I'm from St. Louis, like when it's convenient and then like make fun of St. Louis later, but then like <laughs> go to see like St. Louis sports teams. Like, like, it's like, there's no, like, I don't know. There's no like Maryland Heights blues or, you know, Cardinals or something. So it's like, right. it's, weird. it's weird. That's why I always clarify what sections for people, for local people. Yeah. But people outside of St. Louis don't give a fuck. You're right. Yeah. They have no, they don't even care. These are always like that though. You know, like, I mean, I'm, I'm from the Los Angeles area, but I mean, man, the Los Angeles area is, is huge, you know? Um, but I, technically where I was born and, and lived a lot of my life is LA County, but it's, it's Northern LA County and it's like what it's, city. Well, it was, it's a, a city or a town called Santa Clarita, which is oh, okay. um, All right, where I, I, I probably spent most of my time, but I mean, I've lived, I was born in LA proper lived in Santa Clarita but then I lived in Santa Monica too. And I've lived in down in Orange County and bounced around a little bit, but I mean, any big city that's that large, I, I feel like there's that double standard that people like use it to their advantage. Like they're, they're, they're from there when it, when it's a, a bonus. And then yeah. when it's not they're they're not, they're from like this small suburban area, you know? That's true. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't know anybody was actually from California. Because like every time I went to California, everybody was like from like some other state. Like they're like I'm from Alabama, and like just, like, just want to see the ocean or something. They're there for like 15 minutes. That's. I mean, there's so many people that that flock to uh, L.A. to to pursue acting, but end up just being a waiter. That <laughs> I mean, pretty much everybody there is that. You know, everybody's a Dude, scary. No, it's scary. A screen, yeah, a screenwriter or a musician or a you know, a comedian, every, everyone's easy. Got a, easy. got a dream, you know, and came from another town. So. Yeah. I didn't even leave my state to become awesome. So it's like, like know, I, that's the thing you don't need with to. the internet with the internet. Yeah. No, like that was terrifying when I'm with Delhi. I, I went there like, 
I, I worked in like some some shit. And, like I, I'm not gonna explain that because it's boring. But I went to I went to LA and like went to the like this like bar and like all the singers you could just tell were like aspiring bands and stuff and it like terrified me. It was just like I felt like I was in a room with all dead dreams and like I was, <laughs> and, and and I was an idiot for being there. Even I was just like I don't know. It was like weird. I, Dude, uh, a room of dead dreams is a perfect <laughs> that's what perfect like. uh, title for for something that but it, it's the perfect way it's a perfect way to to reference what that's like because i know that exact that exact thing i mean that's what that's what la is it's a city of of dead dreams really it's it's you know that everybody's there for that and then such a small percentage of them actually succeeded doing that you know yeah, that's terrifying to think about. Well, I mean, I think they all had backup plans. I think anybody could do anything. It's just all these people had backup plans. Like, I would have never showed up to a bar to work. You know what I mean? I would have, <laughs> I would have, never, like, I would have, never, I would have never been a waiter. You know, it's like, it's like they, but they like put more effort in the waiting, I think, than, than instead of being like whatever they actually wanted to be. If that, and a lot of these people were just like trauma survivors with unresolved trauma. And they think like this is the answer. They're, they're like, man, if I just could just like get on Jimmy Fallon, man, all, all this like shit would go away, you know, or something. That's what they like. They're like really weird. I'd be at peace with my abuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd finally show them that Jimmy yeah, Fallon go, thought I was funny for 13 seconds. Going back to what you just said, though, about backup plans, that's actually a really good point. You know, um, when when we were young and aspiring to do to do music, one of the things that we all made a pact on was to to not have any backup plan, because when you have a backup plan a lot of your energy ends up and focus ends up going to the backup plan. And that takes away from your actual progress that you're making at your, at your, your goal and usually causes you to fail at your ultimate goal. No, I can see that for sure. And like you had it young though. You, you were signed like, what, like 21 or something like 20. Yeah. 20. That's crazy. I mean, I would have fucked my life up like way worse. You know what I mean? I, I would just, I, I don't even be on this planet if I was signed at 20. I couldn't even imagine that. I did my best to, to fuck things up. I did a pretty good job. Maybe you would have done better. I don't know, but I guess I'm still breathing. So I didn't, I didn't go all the way, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. I couldn't imagine. Like I was just such a delusional dumbass at 20. I couldn't imagine like fucking like, like, you know, like, that's crazy. That's a crazy amount of power in like a young man's hands. You know, I feel, I feel like. I did. I didn't know how to handle the, the money that I was making and, the recognition that I was getting, I, I became quite an idiot, you know, I mean, to put it frankly, and uh, <laughs> it took, it took quite a, quite a while to make realizations, make changes and pull myself out of that and, and kind of try to turn things around because it, 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 it fucked me up pretty good. No, I imagine. Plus, you probably had the same problem like Artie, like a guy like Artie Lang had, like where Artie Lang like made a bunch of jokes about drugs all the time. So like people offered him drugs. Like you, your song, like the chorus is like, I did it for the drugs. So I imagine like a lot of people were just trying to party with you and shit. Like as soon as you could sign, you're like, you're like, oh man, I made my dream. And a lot of these guys probably, I don't know your situation. But a lot of these guys like they go from like basically homeless to like millionaire, and <laughs> like pretty much <laughs> that's like what the art hustle seems like. It seems like just like a bunch of homeless guys become millionaires. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I I went from. Uh, I was just living with my dad, you know, Same thing. Um, Same definitely, thing. definitely not homeless, but definitely not a homeowner. Definitely didn't have my own situation. I was just mooching off my dad. And, and then, uh, yeah, that's how it happens. Flung, flung into that. You know, I, I was given, you know, a, a pretty fat check and then moved from my dad's house into a tour bus. How big was and, your check? How big was your first check? Like your first like sizable check? Uh, 
when we signed our first record deal, there was, you know, the, the deal was, was X amount of money and then it was broken up into different, um, different funds for different things. You know, there was like radio budget, touring budget. Oh, so you had to use it to, um, yeah, to market yourself. So, but, but we still got like a signing bonus, if you will, this was back in the day and it was like over 80 grand. I, I got to check for like in your pocket. Yeah. And that's crazy. And, I mean, before that, I, I think the most I had ever had at one time was like a thousand dollars. So, you know, I just, yeah, got, that's, how, that's how it is though. I got stupid. And, and uh, like you said, the, the, the fact that I became known on a, based on a song that says I do it for the drugs and the chorus that didn't help as far as being offered drugs and booze and, and uh, the expectation of, of being a, a party person. And I already was as a teenager anyway. So it just, it just pushed that even further and, and just became a, a nightmare eventually. Yeah, some guys never recover from that. Like I see some people just like fall into that character for the rest of their existence, man. It's crazy. Yo, thanks for watching the show still. Uh, if you want to be a luxurious bastard, uh, get some luxurious bastard beard oil. You go to the link in the description, get the app, try one of their 4,000 scents. I mean, they're awesome. Really good for the beard. Really good scents. I mean, if you want to smell good and look better, I mean, there's there's nothing better to do. Uh, if you think you even have a chance of getting a beard like this, you're going to need this. Like, yeah. it's, it's good it's good you know that. Like, you got a soul album too like for people like that like uh, you combined all of your albums together and the release this thing called everything is that what is that what you did basically yeah you know um i've i've over the years i've released four different uh solo releases uh three eps and a, and a full length one full length record and i i recently just bundled it all together in in one like double album cd collection added like one you know, old demo track that that's never been released from a, an old song and, uh, and release that as, as one thing called, uh, called everything. Actually, I got a copy of it right here. And, uh, Bam. I did all, I, I use all my own artwork, you know, for the, for the, uh, design here. That's cool. I and, seen uh, that. you know, just a, just a cool little, little all in one collection of, of my solo stuff. Just, just a little little fan thing. Cool. No, that's awesome. I see. I see you got a lot of that stuff, man. That's cool. Uh, like you, uh, you showed me your or your solo music. Like at one point, I listened to that stuff like on a car ride from like Jeff City to somewhere. Uh, I forgot where I was going from there, but like I, I listened to that in a car ride, and it was just good, man. It was like really chill. Like just like it, it's it's interesting. I, I like you as a singer. You're like one of the best singers I think in my in my opinion. And then like so it was cool hearing it like like kind of toned down like acoustic stuff too. And, and I mean I like the early stuff. I like the other stuff too, you know. But I'm just saying like. Like that, that something like someone with that acoustic guitar, man, it just kills, man. I, feel I, like. pre I appreciate that, dude. It's definitely a different, you know, totally different approach and and take, you know, on on uh, what I do. But I've always written soft songs, so it's like just seemed natural to to start recording them and releasing them at at, at a certain point. And uh, I, I kind of enjoy doing that totally different take. And even you know, a couple of those solo albums I recorded. Um, by myself, you know, in my, in my home studio here, um, just top to bottom engineered it myself, produced it, played all the instruments, program stuff. Um, and so that's a lot of fun to just kind of dive into a record like that. It's a, 
absolute different take and different approach than a band record. And, and, uh, you know, I think it's cool. The, the, the end result and product turned out, turned out pretty awesome. So I'm, I'm proud of those things and, and, uh, wanted to just kind of put that the entirety of the, all those efforts together on one collection. That's cool, man. I think, I think a lot of people were, enjoy- I saw the comments, people were digging that stuff, man. And um, you have a, you have a giant tour coming up. Like you have like, uh, you're hitting like every city in the United States or something. Like, it's like, cra- like you gotta, is that, that's, that's for the upcoming album or is that like, uh, yeah, well, it's, it's kind of in conjunction with, you know, these, these songs that we're releasing um, and then, and then promoting the upcoming record. But I mean, we, you know, you know us, dude, we're always touring with or without something to promote. We just, True. we hit the road about four times a year. Um, so this is like our summer run and we've teamed up with uh, Tantric and then uh, Silver Tongue is coming out with us and we're doing, you're right. We're doing a lot of the country other than, you know, the West coast and, and the, the Northeast. Um, and we're not hitting the South cause we are, we're saving that for colder, colder <laughs> times. And, yeah, uh, but yeah, but like we're doing, a bunch like in, the, in the winter, it's smart. Yep. Yep. We're, that's, <laughs> you know, that's the best time, but, but so we're, we're hitting a lot of cool places. We're doing a lot of like Montana, South I Dakota, Minnesota, and, um, I, you know, Wyoming and, and, uh, a bunch of, bunch of spots we, we wouldn't hit when it's cold. So. No, I uh, love that. I was I was reading through there, like as you're as you're standing, like you got a lot of cities. That's a lot of good cities. I've driven through most of those cities. So I mean, it, like I wonder how, like I just I just put a, I just like picture your band in like Billings, Montana, like everybody's dressed like a cowboy or some shit. Like it, like like I, I've been to a lot of these towns and like uh, a lot of those South Dakota t- towns. Like hate pe- just people. It seems like <laughs> like they're just like they're all like Native American. They're like the last four Native Americans. They're like fuck you, you know. it's a different demographic i mean like when you in some of these towns like when you go to like uh minot south dakota for example or is it north dakota i think it's north dakota Um, north dakota yeah it says on here like august uh, August 25th yeah 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 when when you go to like minot just as as one example it's all people that work in the oil industry they're all there yeah that makes sense they're all transplants there um, working in the oil industry, just, just living there and, and drilling, you know? That's so, crazy. so it can make for some pretty interesting and fun shows and, and, uh, you know, it's just fun to, to travel around and see different, different parts of the country and different types of people and whatnot. Dude, no, I agree. I'll probably, I'll probably be at that Pomps one. That's like the 16th. I'm back in like St. Louis. I'll probably be at that, that Pomps one. Like, awesome, man. Looking cool. forward to it. Trying Come to get you to drink again. Pops is the place, you know that. I'm gonna talk you into ruining your life, but I know. But uh, but no, like Pops is cool. You're right next to a dispensary. I haven't, I haven't been to Pops in forever. They, they they were being weird about vaccines for a while. You said they got rid of that, but they were being they were being like weird. Like like my friends are like, I don't know. I just they trying to take me there one time in the middle of all this stuff, and I'm just like, I can't even do this, man. Like, oh, this is weird. Yeah, yeah. We canceled our last show there because of this. Is actually kind that. of a makeup show. Be- you said because, that. That's right. I forgot because they were they were you know, trying to require, um, a, a vaccination that seems fucking unnecessary to me. And, uh, you know, it, what's interesting about the, the whole venue thing with that was that they were, all these venues were trying to require it of fans to attend, but they weren't trying to require me to do it. Um, huh. which, you know, seems hypocritical at its core, 
And uh, I mean, even the requirement in general, first of all, if they were trying to require me, I'm not, I'm not going. And, but also if they're trying to require um, our fans to have that to attend, I, I, I couldn't be a part of something like that because um, if you want to get that, that's on you. That's, that's, that's your choice. But I, I and, and not that, not that anyone would, that, that, that didn't want to get that would get it just to come see my stupid band. But even in the, even in the chance that that would happen, I don't want to be a part of that, you know? Yeah. That was wild. That was wild. Yeah. It'd be interesting seeing what happens. After. I haven't been there in a minute. I've been like, the, like I said, they're right by a bunch of dispensaries. So I've been there a million times, but like, uh, I haven't been to pumps in a while. So I guess I'll be there. I'll check it out the 16th for the first time. And like, years I've, I've seen that like years yeah you know uh on, a, on another on another note when it comes to that that vaccination requirement thing there were for a while there we were having to cancel i would say about 10 percent of our shows um because of that and most of those clubs that were that were being you know real pushy with that um ended up having to ditch that requirement because they were losing so much money. So oh, I bet. no, I bet. I mean, you split your crowd regardless. I mean, yep. I mean, and, and then like the, and then the people that you let in there die. <laughs> like, it seems like a terrible business plan. Like, I, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a business expert, but I mean, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It does. It it doesn't seem like a good idea, no matter how you look at it. And and I love you know some of these clubs were were trying to virtue signal about it on their on their sites and on their pages, you know, like like as if they're doing it because they're doing what's what's right for for humanity. I'm just like, I don't know about that, dude. That's <clears throat> you know for for people that own shitty uh music venues and bars to act like they're like like you know on this pedestal of good person a good human being first of all i don't buy that for a second i mean there are good and there are bad but i've been in this, in this industry a long time and there's a lot of pieces of shit running uh venues and bars and whatnot um and then on top of that it's like who are who are you to say that hiring that makes you a person like like you have no idea what kind of um future outcomes await this whole that whole scenario so the whole thing was just like you said it was a bizarre time and a bizarre situation i'm just glad that for now it seems like things have have normalized a little bit until of course the next crazy fucking clown show that comes rolling through yeah, I didn't get the COVID vaccine, but I might get the monkeypox one. You know, just to <laughs> knowing you, I would I would highly recommend it. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's uh, hilarious. No, dude, like it's like they get like the lies get like worse as it goes. Like it's just like <laughs> they just get like worse. It's not, it just sounds like a like a fifty or sixty year old just lying to me. It just sounds like you know it just it just doesn't sound like it. I was like, oh okay, like I, I don't know what's going on, and I and I rarely care really even because because it doesn't affect me it's just like tv like scare tactics or something i don't know but it's just i don't know i feel like now this is gonna get deleted from youtube so we should go back to promotion (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're we're digging ourselves into a into a censorship hole right now probably let's delete this because in because five seconds of it i said something stupid or you said something that's what happened on that's what happened on like vimeo the other day like i i uploaded a david ike interview where we we were just calling we were just calling him like a death cult and just like be like uh, you know who david ike is Oh yeah. 
Okay, I figured you would. Yeah, so I, I we had him on, and like, it, like I uploaded a four minute clip, and it got deleted from Vimeo. And I'm trying to like set up some stuff. Like it was crazy. Yeah, he's also oh, you interviewed David Ike. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's definitely one of the probably most censored human beings around. If if you had to put a ranking on uh, the most censored, it's amazing that we're even living in these times that we have to worry about that. Oh, you know, we might have said something that the powers that be don't like that, and now this whole conversation is just going to disappear from existence because of it yeah. very very uh dystopian you know yeah, it just makes yeah it's kind of messed up it's like <laughs> yeah it's not i mean i remember freedom and freedom of speech is pretty cool and yeah. like a good run and stuff and like, i saw that jones thing too i mean this is like probably wildly off topic but like but like, like him just being charged money for saying sandy hooks fake it's like you can't say sandy hooks fake like, like are you fucking like and nothing seems more like fake than if you like sue somebody to tell them it's real you know it's just like <laughs> Like, I mean, right? it's, it's like no yeah we, we demolished the building but like it's real so give us money i'm mean, like it's a weird argument and it's just kind of like it seems very chinese and like just like just uh shooting down people of the state or and people with opposing points of view and like i don't know and, and like it's the beginning probably is what i'm saying it's like, like like anyone that's got some kind of opinion they're just like i mean they're gonna go after alex jones and president trump i mean they're going after everybody i mean anybody that disagrees with the with the mainstream narrative is 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 gonna get attacked obviously yeah, yeah they're, like they're trump setting... was the other day like just yesterday i think the feds went to his like mar-a-lago suite or whatever yeah yeah the, there's nothing off limits anymore and it's basically that they're sending the message pretty loud and clear if you if you oppose the narrative that that they're shoving up your ass then you are going to be punished yeah that's what the video said with david Icke. it said that um it said i was denying a world tragedy that's like what it said I was doing, which is not a crime as far as like I thought, <laughs> like even, right. if, even, if, even if they're right, like even if say, say, like say everything I said was wrong, like I still can say it. <laughs> like, right. you know, well, according to the Constitution, you have every right to say that. And uh, that's how I feel. And same with Jones, Jones on a higher level. Of that, like, and people are like rallying behind it. They're like, yeah, man, deplatform. I'm like, dude, they're going to come for you, stupid. You I mean, it's just like, like, it's just like you like they don't understand that yet. They, they just think like. I don't know. Everybody's just turned on each other. There's such a divide tactic right now. Well, and that's what they want. I mean, one of my heroes, uh, William Cooper, he always used to say, like, like, I don't care how ridiculous something that you say is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend it. I don't care how much I disagree with it. I'm gonna defend your right to say it with my life because your right to say that is my right to say what, what I need to say. You know, it's, it's all of our, it's all of our freedom at stake here. It's not just these people that jump on the bandwagon and say, Oh, you know, tear, tear that guy down because he said something I don't like, like, dude, you're, you're encouraging policies that, that will eventually turn around on you, you know, and, and uh, you won't like it too much when it's you being ripped down. Oh no, they, they they won't even notice until it affects them. Probably, I mean, I've seen I've seen censorship start from like 2014 on, and we probably always had it. I'm just saying that's my adult life noticing it. I mean, like, we, I could have been lied to my entire life when everything's fake, you know. But I'm just saying, like, I, I noticed it like recently too. Just like I mean, they ban anything, and I'm like, watching all these people on, and and like just deplatform. I mean, deleting a sitting U.S. president was insane to me. That was like holy shit. They just straight deleted Donald Trump. I'm like holy fuck. And then like, and I bet he's in on it too. In my opinion, he's probably in on it too. They're all friends. I mean, you know, they, they all went to the same schools and everything. I'm not trying to pretend like they're not friends, but it's just like, I mean, it's like the test market. Like, I think like, I mean, Jones seems like a fed for sure, man. They always shot that guy if he wasn't a fed. They shot Bill Cooper. I mean, like they, I mean, they right. shot Bill Cooper checking his mail. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to, 
let Alex Jones live if he's not part of them, you know? Well, and, and Bill Cooper always called Alex Jones out back in the day that there's, that there's something not right about him. And, you know, that's what they do. You know, like you were just kind of saying, they, they, they have a controlled opposition piece that they, that they use to, to demonize and then take their tactics out on them. And then it just shows the world like, okay, this is, this is the new thing. And, and then it gets accepted. It, it's, it's like, it's like normalizing that when really they just took down their own controlled opposition piece. And then now that's the new norm and they get to censor whoever for whatever. And then that's just how things roll from then on. They used Alex Jones. He was the first one to be deplatformed. Yeah, I think was. it was back in uh, 2016 or 17, right? Or 2017, right? Something right? like that, yeah, yeah. Because you got the big, yeah, yeah. Something like that. They deplatformed him, and it was like a huge deal. And then now they're they're using him, and, and and so my suspicions were at that point like they're using their own, you know, to 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 carry out what's going to be the new norm and normalize it um, in front of the the general public. Um, and then now they're using him again to, like you said, normalize destroying someone financially professionally over over words again um even beyond being deplatformed you know so yeah i think it's um, I, I think if you value money i mean they, they definitely have you but if you don't play by the rules it doesn't really matter you I mean it's like i i feel like the rules are bullshit and like uh and i feel like they'll lose ultimately but yeah no that's what they're doing they're doing the, yeah i agree with everything you said though it's like it seems like they're just literally like he seems like a fed for sure i mean they would have shot these guys i mean i mean if, if, if jones basically makes the truth seem irrational that's like his function like he just basically right. makes and, and like they make it seem like if you know what they're doing you're just some crazy guy with like seven guns and i'm like no i'm just a dude being like you're lying to me <laughs> like I mean, it's just like it's just like i don't know that's how i feel and before we get arrested we should probably end this episode and uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Google Smile and Soul, check out their um, upcoming tour. They're going everywhere. So if you live somewhere, um, there's chances are they'll be there. And uh, <laughs> coming from Arkansas to a town near you. And then, uh, I don't know, right. check out the new singles. They're good. I saw I saw the manifesto video. I haven't seen the storm one yet, but uh, check that out. Uh, yeah, that the the um, a storm is coming single comes out on on August 30th, and then the video will probably launch the the next day. So. Just that's why I haven't seen it. That. Sense. And then the, really and then the EP called uh, the loss of everything comes out October 3rd. Get them pre-orders. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for coming on again, man. I appreciate it. Uh, and, and Kavanaugh's gold records. It's all yours, man. <laughs> Thanks, bro. I came all the way from space to tell you to get feel good edibles. They're bear gummy CBD edibles, high potency, really good. So go to the link in the description, get some feel good edibles.